I missed the start of the meeting. I think I've dipped out. Something happened with my connection. Sorry. Okay. Well, we, we have a, a choice. I, I'm happy to continue as vice chair or we can elect a new chair tonight. You might want to wait until we've got new councillors joining us next month. I'm, I'm not fussed either way. So, Phil. I'd like to uh, nominate Ryan to take over at least until uh, May when we have some new councillors and then we can uh, we can review it. Ryan, are you happy to accept that nomination? Yeah, until May, yeah. Have we got a seconder? Oh. Okay. All those in favour of Ryan taking over? Okay, there you go. Over to you then, Ryan. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, so, do we have any apologies for absence this evening, Jen? Um, we don't. Yeah. Our, um, just a quick one. I know I asked you earlier. Are Frank and Pat members of this committee? Because I was under the impression they were, but... Not according to the record that I've got from the 20th of October of August. Okay. <laughs> I don't know where I've got that from then. It must have... Okay, do we have any declarations of interest? No. 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 And can we agree and sign the minutes from the meeting held on the 23rd of September? Yep. Yeah. Thank you. Are any members of the public wishing to speak tonight, Joe? Not as far as I'm aware. I'm, I'm speaking as clerk, sorry. We do have two members of the public here, so maybe they would wish to do so. They're both muted, so I'm going to guess not. Okay, then, shall we consider the budget request for 21-22? Appendix 1 is attached. I would propose that the budget as it stands is, as, as we used last year, is a good template for this year. Obviously, we didn't use the, um, we, we won't need any funding for VE Day. And I also think that we ought to think that hopefully next year is going to be a, a much brighter and better year. And maybe we should um, look at allocating more funding to uh, things like um, Christmas, New Year, and other events that uh, go are going on, and also maybe to uh, Festival of Walks. I'm not sure. I'm sure Carolina will tell us more how much funding they may need. Judith, you had your hand up next. Um, yeah, um, I would like us to abandon the sponsorship fund. I was never really quite sure what it was for, and I think we got to a stage at well, not in this, this last year, but in previous years, there was money left in it, so it was just given away. I would, I'd, so I don't really understand what the purpose of it is. So I, I would like to see it gone. And the other thing that I would like to get rid of is I, I don't think we should do the New Year's Eve fireworks anymore. So that, you know, I mean, we've been through a lot the last few weeks with people getting very 
upset about the fireworks. Um, but they're, they're my thoughts on it. Okay, um, with regards to New Year, if we didn't do fireworks, would we look at an alternative in terms of lasers or anything like that? Or are we just totally proposing to scrap it? Uh, Helen Vendonna. I, I think New Year's important for people, um, but I do agree with Judith. I think fireworks, people do have issues with, especially children with autism and people with pets. Um, I'd like to see a continuation of something to celebrate New Year, but maybe more laser lights. I just echo what Helen's just said. That, that's my, my take on it. Caroline, did you want? Yeah, um, the New Year's Eve, I agree with Judith. I, I, I mean, I, I'm not a believer in fireworks anyway, because they cause too many problems and too much heartache. And horses this year were affected. Um, up near the, the um, cenotaph, it was it was a nightmare. The clear up afterwards, um, and on New Year's Eve, it's all connected to the children coming out of the church. So it's not actually welcoming in the new year. It was just a display of fireworks as a consequence of the children coming out of the church. Mm -hmm. So again, whether we can do something different to celebrate New Year, I don't know. Um, with respect to the Festival of Walks, yeah, I would appreciate more budget, but who knows what's going to happen next year. We're, we're trying to do virtual walks. Um, we're trying to do self-led walks, um, but we, we just, at the moment, we're a little bit, um, well, trying to find what, what is the best solution in case we do have a situation where we can actually do um, lead walks. So, um, and our, one of our biggest expenditures is the printing of the of the leaflets. Um, so, um, yeah, any any increase in funding is always a, um, is, is always welcomed. Caroline, can I ask how much you need for the um, leaflets to print them? Um, Phil, we never know because it depends how many walks we do. Um, we've increased the number of walks that we do. Um, in fact, um, I think last, no, not this year, the year before, we went up to 12 pages. Um, and it, to give us a bit of flexibility, because we like to add photographs from the previous year. Um, and again, it depends on how much artwork we put into it. Um, because again, we have to pay for the artwork, some of the art, you know, the actual design of the, of the, um, the brochure. Um, but it is something that's, I mean, we, we thought about it, just taking it online, but it's something that people actually look, look forward to. We have people, residents actually asking us when they're coming out mm. um, because they want their copies. Um, mm. And again, depending on how many you do, depends on the price. The more you have, the price comes down. It's like anything. Well, ballpark figures for the last hmm. couple of events. I think they've been eight and nine hundred pounds. Okay. Bernie? Um, oh, God, I forgot what I was going to say now. <laughs> oh, sorry. Um, the budget that we had for the fireworks for this new year, when we're not going to use. So why don't we just say the same budget for next year and then we can decide what to do in the new year we know we've got the money there we've just got to decide what to do with it yeah i've um 
I've been looking at the um, income and expenditure from Christmas Festival last year, and um, we're proposing here that there's £6,000 in the Christmas Festival budget. What I'm mindful of there is that we will still have a lot of the businesses that have been impacted by COVID that might not be as... Sorry, Helen, I will come to you in a second if you want to... Um, that might not be as generous with their donations and their sponsorship this year. So uh, last year's event, actually, I've written it down. Um, we took £7,300 from the budget. And um, over, overall, including sponsorship from local businesses and things, and uh, income from uh, stall hire and things, actually put the Christmas festival on was nearer to £16,000. So if we think that we're going to lose a good chunk of business sponsorship, perhaps, I think maybe we need to look at an increase in the Christmas budget. And again, I, I don't know how much we're spending on, on this year's virtual event, uh, Judith, maybe you can fill that in a bit for us. But if, the, if this money that we've not spent this year is just going to go into reserves anyway, perhaps we need to look at either moving the New Year's Eve money into Christmas or just increasing the budget anyway for, for Christmas? Yeah, I, well, I think, Joe's. Um, we, we haven't got a, a, an overall cost for this year yet. Mm -hmm. um, I think Joe's sent us around some information. Um, I think probably the biggest expenditure this, year, expenditure this year is going to be the tree because yeah. we have gone out to a company to get a, a better quality tree you know, the, the one thing that we can do for Frodgham is give them a really nice tree, a fully decorated tree. Well, we normally get one donated. Helen was next and then you, Bernie. Sorry. Sorry. Um, we have in the past, but they're not giving free trees away anymore. We, we're going to a company that will do the whole thing for us, a decorated lit tree. Um, but a, a, lot of the other, a lot of the things that we are doing you know, it's volunteers and it is going to be virtual. There, there are some things. Um, I'm reluctant to say too much about the detail of what we're doing because we want it to be a surprise for the town. But um, don't need to cover the cost, so we need to know the detail. Sorry, say that again. Surely we need to know the details so we know how much money that you need or you're going to spend. Yeah, no, what... <laughs> Well, we, we've already got the budget, the £6,000 budget. Um, you should have had emails from Joe today, which set some of it out. What I don't want to do is in this public meeting is uh, give the detail. We, we, I think we're pretty much going to stay in budget. Helen, do you add your hand up? I did, and, and it wasn't necessarily to do with Christmas, so sorry to kind of take you back a step, but it was something that, that Phil said earlier about the budget and maybe um, pulling some moving uh, some money forward to next year. I was just thinking about those businesses that have really supported Frodgham um, throughout the pandemic and that are continuing to support Frodgham and also those businesses that have suffered um, throughout the pandemic. And I just thought it might be nice next year to, to do something in Frodgham to support local business, that kind of real community feel that, that pulled together um, and I'm not quite sure what, so I'm just kind of putting it out there to say if there is money that's going to be um, accumulated into next year, then we, we need to consider something that just celebrates fraud, Jim, and the community. 
Caroline? Do you want to unmute? Um, I think we need to be very careful. You can't carry any of the budget forward. The budget is the budget. Yeah, yeah. Um, if we don't yeah. spend it, we don't spend it. Uh, what we are um, agreeing to is what the budget will be for next year. It doesn't matter if we save money this year. That just goes. That's lost. Yeah. Um, it's not right. like it's not like normal budgeting. This it's um, and you also have to be mindful of um, bills do come in after the end of the financial year, and those have to be paid because the activities happened in this financial year. They still have to come out of the budget. So really, you're looking at a number that is for next year. Forget about carrying anything forward or what we've saved this year. To a degree, I think the town would be expecting us to save some money this year mm. um, and to help next year with the precept. Uh, um, I would suggest, following on from what Helen has said, uh, and we, we set aside £6,500 in this year's budget for VE Day that didn't happen. I would suggest that we set aside a similar amount for some kind of event town event to help the high street at some time during the year we don't know when it's going to be but i think if we've got um a you know a budget of around that six and a half thousand pounds it, it will help us to you know create an event of some yeah. kind Maybe but we, we need to involve like it. a summer event or something you know yeah, whenever yeah i think um yeah uh, joe and i both sat on a zoom meeting a few weeks ago organized by quack and an external marketing company as well who were working with Cheshire West across a lot of towns and villages on sort of regenerating their high streets and the sort of things we can do post-COVID. And I think maybe it would be nice to have some money there in sort of a, a revitalization or a regeneration fund for the high street to, when all this is over and everyone's been vaccinated and we can start and start again and we can get moving again perhaps it would be nice to put on a some sort of event um so maybe maybe we do need to budget for that i also yeah. think that um we're going all out on a christmas tree and lights and decorations this year which are going to look fabulous but if we take that away next year we're going to have people in uproar saying how poor the tree looks and how so if we give it this year, do we have to continue with it then as well? Uh, it, does it need to be ongoing? Yeah. Judith, how much is the tree costing? Um, I don't know. I, I believe Michelle has sent Joe uh, details of it, but I, I don't know. Caroline? Um, um, sorry, so I, I thought, I got the impression that they were getting a company to come in and do the Christmas tree, and I was thinking... Yeah. I, I was under the impression that it it was probably one that we could keep from year to year if it's being decorated, or is it something? What happened? No, I think there were options for that, but um, I don't know the detail. I, the although I, I I sit on the working group and I'm the connection to the town council, a lot of it has been done directly with Joe. Joe. Hello. Can you hear me? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Right. In terms of costing. We've got a costing of, I'm sorry, I've not got my glasses on. I have to run downstairs and then I'll run upstairs and find them. But looking here, 
£2,545 for the Christmas tree, which will be fully decorated. Judith can um, elaborate on that. And then we're looking at additional costs of a reindeer, reindeer trail, um, various other events that may or may not come, up, come off, but I've sent you through the link from that, which looks amazing. Um, so the projected expenditure is £3,415, including the Christmas tree and all the other events and everything that's going to be um, arranged. Uh, the, the budget is £6,000, so this comes well in and is going to look amazing from what I can see, Judith. Yeah, yeah. We might want some of that money for prizes, small prizes. Um, yeah, sorry, we, we, I, we were looking for details of the Christmas tree. Is it something we're renting or is it something that's, because that's an awful lot of money, two and a half thousand, if we don't end up with any decorations or anything? I, no, I just think it, it is a one-off price and they'll come and take the tree away eventually. But, you know, it, it is going to be fantastic. I mean, it's a company that do the, the big trees at Cheshire Oaks and places like that. They, they don't just do trees, they do lots of other fantastic decorations. I, I've had no direct involvement with the company other than that uh, it's what the way we want it to go, to be absolutely certain, because we get criticised about our tree every year and it just has a few poultry little white lights on it. This is going yeah. to be a lot more spectacular. This is, this is my point, is that if we go all out this year and then take it away next year, we're, we're just going to create a backlash in saying that the tree looks poor again. So Donna, do you want to jump in? If you unmute yourself first. Um, I just wanted to say that it's been a hell of a year, 2020. I think just to round it off with a statement tree, it'd be great. And I know whatever we do, we'll be criticized, whether it's a, a, a puny tree outside on Main Street or a, fabulous tree if it's really popular i think it's something to lift the spirits and we can do it again next year yeah, I, really, yeah. I mean i think if it's if it's really good i think it could become a feature like do we need to budget for it now then if we're talking two and a half thousand pounds this is what we're saying is do we need to budget for that tonight uh with a you know earmark yes. next year but yes, you, is, you do need to put that in your yeah. 2020 budget. Yeah, you know, your 20 This year, the <clears throat> festival has obviously got more money to spend because we're not putting on as you know a festival as we normally have it. So, two and a half thousand pounds is feasible this year. But next year, before we start the festival, if we're going to have a tree, it's going to be two and a half thousand pounds plus because the price will probably have gone up. So that means that the festival is going to need probably eight and a half thousand pounds from the council. That's, that's all I'm thinking. If we're going to set a precedence with the tree, which is nice for this year, because we've got the money to do it, but next year we've got to put that cost on top of the budget. But I also think that we're going to need more in the budget next year to put the festival on because we're not going to get the sponsorship from local businesses or the, the sponsorship won't be as generous. So do we do we need to go more and go higher? Uh, Phil, Caroline, 
I, th I think given the work work, the figures that we've seen, we're going to probably not if 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 we don't have the some of the other funding that we, that we've been looking at, um, and I'm, I'm pretty sure we can we can increase funding on that. We're not going to be spending as much hopefully on um, New Year, and maybe we don't we won't spend as much on other um, issue other events. So I don't see a problem with increasing the Christmas spend and decreasing spends in other areas. Um, what was it that Judith said before? The Not the grants, the... Um, sponsorship fund. Sponsorship fund. So we can move... I mean, obviously, we don't move it as such, but if, if we weren't spending that, then there'd be money that we would have spent on that that we could actually spend on something else. So let's just be creative with the budget and move stuff around and maybe not end up spending that much more than we already do. But I do think next year we need to... Um, after such a, a depressing year this year, we've got to give the people of Frodham something to look forward to. Caroline? Yeah, I'm just mindful that, um, yes, let's have a lovely Christmas tree, but let's not go over the top. There are people out there who are going to be struggling at Christmas. Um, if we are being seen to just spending money for the sakes of spending it, when we can get a Christmas tree, you know, that gives the right atmosphere for Christmas. I mean, I'm with some people at the moment and we're talking about trying to do an initiative for Christmas Day because we know there are going to be a lot of families out there who aren't going to be able to afford Christmas presents. They aren't going to be able to afford any Christmas dinner. And it's going to be an awful time for them. And if we are seen flashing our money around on things in the town, I just think it gives the wrong message. And I think we just need to manage the expectation. Yes, let's have our Christmas lights up. Yes, let's have an, you know, a decent Christmas tree. But let's not, just don't flaunt the amount of money that we're spending on these kind of things. I'd much rather we were seen to be doing... Christmas boxes for the children who might not get anything. I agree. Okay. Uh, Joe, did you want to jump in or not? No. Yes. Can I just remind us, we're talking about the budget for next year. We're not talking about how the working group is spending the money this year. It's too late to make any changes to our plans now. But can we just focus on the budget for next year, please? Donna? Um, I will... The Christmas festival can evolve into something new. It doesn't have to be a parade. It doesn't have to be reindeers. I think, to be quite honest, reindeers are an expense. And um, with the fireworks, I don't think it's fair on, on the reindeer. So, I mean, that's quite a big chunk of money that can go towards the festival for a Christmas tree, if if it's true, it's popular. But, I mean, the, the people in the event... Event can evolve. It doesn't have to be the same. I mean, everything is dynamic and organic. It grows and it changes, and that's the way the Christmas festival could be. That's for this year, though. Is is just like trying to pick up, lift up a few spirits. But we're talking about the budget for twenty one. That's it. Yeah. Ryan, can you still see me? Can everybody still hear me? Yeah. yeah. Right. Can we go down these uh, events budget items? 
and put a figure against them. Because, uh, um, like Judith just said, I, I think we've just sort of veered off topic. So, okay, let's go with four seven zero zero town meetings and uh, current budget is 200. Keep yeah. that the same, yeah? Yeah. Uh, Festival of Walks, 4710, Festival of Walks. Current budget is 1250. I would say that's reasonable. I think I've provided some costs to you as to what's happened in previous years. And effectively, it brings huge numbers of people into Frodsham. And the walks may not begin or end in Frodsham. But um, Caroline, I think you could kind of interject here. Uh, but it's a minimal cost to the council, but it's a festival which will be in its 17th year next year. Okay. So are we wanting to increase it? Are we wanting to keep it the same? Or should we come back to it when we've looked at the others? I'd say keep it the same. Okay. Uh, 4720, Remembrance Sunday. There's a budget currently of £350. I'd say same. That's mostly the cost of the reeds and things like that. Yeah. And printing. Can, can, uh, can I just say, I mean, Jackie has done a wonderful job with all the reeds. She's got them out and she's washed them all. Um, we've only bought, was it three new ones this year? Yes. Yeah. Um, and with, with even the poses we, we've had from last year, or did we have two new poses as well? New ones. Yeah. So how much are the poses? Oh, I think we don't we just make a donation to the British Legion? We do. All oh, right. Which okay. I think is £350. Okay, then. Uh, so we're keeping Remembrance Sunday the same. 4721 is VE Day. There's £6,500 for that. Yes, guys. Well, we want to just have that amount, but for a um, yeah, a post-COVID event, yeah, an event. We're going to earmark that as post-COVID or regeneration or opening of the town, something that sort of town festival. I think, I think just to make it clear to members of the public, if we fancy it as a post-COVID town event, yeah. so they know specifically what we're aiming to do with that money. Are we going to use all of that? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, 4722 is Halloween, £750 currently in the budget. Uh, I mean, we, we had a lot of sponsorship from the town last year for that. Again, I don't think we will next year. So we either, well, we if we do the Halloween event, which is basically a children's party at the community centre, um, we might want to put a bit more in there, but we don't have to do it. That's an awful lot of money, though, isn't it, for a party? Excuse me. We've got an awful lot of children in the town. Go on, Phil. I think we should be careful here. Um, a lot of faiths do not hold with uh, with Halloween, and I don't see if it's. I don't understand why the council has decided to sponsor this in the past, when a lot of ch children are actually excluded from it so i don't i personally don't think we should be uh, putting any money into this donna you're next and judith oh, just a minute can i just say i'm having been at how many times is it 
twice we do it or oh. three times I do. Okay. Can I just say the place is just packed to the rafters with kids having a fabulous time. Um, and I know that there are faiths who don't celebrate Halloween, and there's probably kids that don't want to come to a Halloween party. Maybe they have social anxiety. But I, th- I, I, I do think it's a it's a fabulous it's a fabulous atmosphere. The kids really enjoy it, and we spend twelve thousand pounds on over seventies vouchers. What do we do for for the kids? Let's let's be mindful that although there are children that will not take part in Halloween. There there will be families who don't celebrate Christmas. There will be people that don't want to join the Festival of Walks. There will be people that don't take part in Remembrance Sunday. So I think we've got, got to be mindful that we're not always going to appeal to everybody. We're never going to get uh, Judith, then Bernie. Yeah. Uh, the, the reason that we started doing the party two years ago was that the Halloween before that, we'd had a lot of antisocial behaviour. People, had, youngsters had gone round smashing pumpkins, stealing them, damaging the community orchards. And we uh, talked to our PCSO, Neil Flanagan, and and it went on to Facebook. We said that, you know, a community Halloween party would perhaps do away with the trick-or-treating and the antisocial behaviour. That's why we did it. But, you know, we don't have to do We don't have to keep on doing it. But it was very well received. Okay. Bernie? Uh, the first one was not funded by Frodham Town Council, was it? It was. I thought it was only funded last year. No. Was it not Busy Bees Club that did the first one? We've had funding from the council, but we did get a lot of sponsorship from businesses as well. So so why do you think that next year is going to be any different as far as the sponsorship is concerned? Because businesses won't be in a position to give us money, the same as they won't be for Christmas. Well, I think we're talking a year away, Judith, aren't we, for Halloween? So well, we I, mean, I, I agree, it's, you know, it's a fabulous event, but I do think we have to be mindful of the money we're spending on it. I, I'm not fussed either way because it was a hell of a lot of work for myself and Donna and Mally because nobody else helped us. So it's no skin off my nose if we don't do it. Personally, I must admit, Judith, I didn't think it was a Frodham Town Council event until I came on the council. I was under the impression that it was something run by the three of you. No. no. That, that's what a lot no, of people do We think. just did all the work. Joe, do you want to jump in? Joe? Hi there, yeah. Can we just pull it back to the budget for 21-20? Okay, let's... Yeah. So we've got £750 out of a budget of nearly 20000 Let's leave it as it is, then. Mm. Let's leave it in there, and if we decide not to go ahead with it, it's, you know, let's let's leave it flat at 750 Absolutely. Yeah, I just don't think 750 will be enough to do it the same as we've done it in previous years. So, but you know, if if we if we go over, if we go over budget, then what are you thinking about then, Judith? How much money would you think? I'd probably stick another 250 in it. So you're thinking a thousand. Yeah. Which but, we're going to save, we're going to save a thousand by withdrawing the sponsorship fund, so that would yeah. still give us a surplus of seven hundred and fifty we're working at at the moment if we increase that to a thousand. Yeah. Okay. So we put a thousand in for Halloween. 
yeah. which in which case I'll make a plea then for the Festival of Walks. Can we make it 1500 for the Festival of Walks then, please? Yeah. 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 If the money's there. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Okay. Can I just remind the committee that this is just our budget bid. Full council might turn us down on it or might make us whittle some of it down. Absolutely, Judith, but I'll put this all together on a spreadsheet so we'll work out what our ultimate budget is. Mm. So, um, um, that will go forward to for the 23rd of November. Yeah. Yeah, is that okay? Yeah. Helen, do you want to jump in? Uh, just really want to ask, whilst I don't disagree with putting the extra money into Halloween and Festival of Walks, I, I just feel we quite quickly dismissed that sponsorship fund. And I'd quite like to know what that was about. I, I'm thinking now about uh, the local scout groups, um, people that would ordinarily have got sponsorship from selling the bedding plants that they didn't do this year. I'm just wondering what that sponsorship fund would generally have been allocated to or whether people could actually apply for funding. Just thinking about those, those organisations that rely on some charitable, you know, charitable funding. Um, well, I think last time we didn't really get much in the way of requests for it, and I think it was um, it was just decided because it was still sitting there. It was given to the Women's Institute and the Community Association. So uh, no, we didn't get any real requests for anything from it. But we do have the grants fund that people can apply to. Yeah. So. Okay. So would so would that be a kind of substitute for? for the grants funding is that marketed in a way that people know how they can apply for it yeah the, the grants funders i don't think this sponsorship fund ever was that's fine thank you just answer my question okay line 4730 christmas festival is currently six thousand in I think we need to increase that and knock down um, the New Year's event. If we're going to use lasers or something, we could probably get that down to a thousand and and increase the uh, the Christmas event to at least ten thousand. Judith, off the top of your head, can you remember how much the lasers were? I think that they came out fairly expensive and they weren't very successful. Mm. Because you, you know, the, the, the lasers need to be fired at something. It didn't really work with them being just fired down the street over the uh, the top of the parade because the light wasn't bouncing back off anything. Go on, Donna. Maybe uh, a different laser company. I mean, I like the idea of lasers. Know nothing about them. But Technology is uh, moving on quite a pace in that area as well now. Yeah, I mean, maybe... A, it out to, to maybe a few other um, laser companies. I don't need to remember years ago when the Mersey View was open, they used to have a big laser light from there, but yeah, that was magnificent from the top of the hill. So, you know, I think it could be nice if we get the right um, I, I do, I do know the laser when they were doing the one in Frodham in Main Street, uh, they had to have permission from Liverpool Airport. Yeah. I wonder if we would have a similar or a more difficult problem with it being up on the hill because of Liverpool Airport. As long as I it's think, pointing down, it's all right. 
I think it caused a lot of problems on the motorway as well. Oh, right. it, that's why it ceased. It was um, because it was distracting um, motorists and again causing people to have funny turns in their eyes because it used it bounced off. It came off the hill, didn't it? It was the Forest Hills who did it. Yeah, yeah. it was a green one. Came down. We're getting into the detail here. I mean, just let's, in terms of budgeting, if we if we just say, um, thousand quid for, for New Year and ten thousand for Christmas, without getting into the detail of what lasers or fireworks we're going to use. Let me say, take take that step back again. So New Year's Eve, you were saying a thousand. Yeah, proposing a thousand. Yeah, it up to and not yeah. yeah. Right, Christmas festival ten thousand. Yeah, that would still take that out. Christmas festival at ten thousand. Yeah, even if we got the same income as last year for the Christmas market, that means that we would still need about four to five thousand pound of donations from local businesses to put on the same festival as last year. Oh, think, sorry, Can I, I, a couple of years ago, I've always been involved with Mike Pusey and the, the, the Christmas festival. And the Christmas market brought us in an awful lot of income. Um, the businesses in those days didn't give us, I think we probably got, you know, a thousand pounds tops from the businesses. Um, and we came in on budget. Um, when we used to have the market up on the old railway station. So I'm not quite sure where these numbers have come from. This, this 17,000 sounds like an awful lot of money to me. We were required by, certainly required by Cheshire Western Chester to have a lot more uh, traffic management people in, you know, to get the road closures. Um, so that was quite costly. Some of the lighting that we had um, ended up being quite costly. You know, there are things that we will do next year to try and keep the costs down. Um, but I suppose, I mean, the, the big expense was um, the uh, traffic management and what have you. Helen? Hi. C can we not agree on the face of it at the moment, maybe to increase the budget for, for those two elements, so Christmas and New Year, to uh, 15000 It's a joint budget for both. Yeah. Why not? Mm. Seems sensible. So, so how much of that would be for New Year? Doesn't matter, we just split it when we want to. Exactly. Yeah, if we decide in October, November next year, we're not going to do anything for New Year, then we've got the remainder of the money left. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I don't Joe, is that going to cause you accounting problems if we merge the two cost centres together? Yeah, well, you know, I'm just, because all of these have got numbers against them, it, it's Joe's, um, you know, computerised costing system that we're, uh, it makes it very difficult then for, to compare year on year. Um, it shouldn't, Judith, if we have a costing code for New Year for Christmas, if we allocate whichever parts we're spending to those cost centres, should easily be able to split that out, yeah. simple accounting. Joe? Joe, are you okay yeah. with that if we merge together Christmas festival and New Year's Eve? 
or do you need them set out separately for budgeting purposes? Rather have them separated out, but they can be under one budget heading. Right, do that. So that I can allocate payments to certain events so you know where the money is actually being spent on those events. That sounds great, Joe. Yeah. So are we saying 15,000 across Christmas and New Year then? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay. Brilliant. And then that, so we've obviously, we've covered line 4740 there, New Year's Eve. There was £3,000. And then we've just got line 4750, which is the sponsorship fund. Yeah. So we've agreed to remove that. Is that right? Well, yeah. that goes into grants. Okay. So this, well, well, we're saying that it goes into grants. This year, you increase grants to twenty thousand. Is, is that actually grants isn't on our budget? Is it? It's not. It's another issue. So we can't effectively move that sponsorship fund into grants because it moves to another committee. Yeah, well, but we just forget it in terms of this committee. Okay. It's zero. Okay. Yeah. Thank you. When we do PBR, we make sure that we put a thousand pounds in next year's budget. Thank you. Well, we we don't have to do that. We 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 said we don't need the sponsorship yeah, fund because we have the grants fund. You know, we we did just agree that we were going to put two hundred and fifty extra into festival walks and two hundred and fifty extra into Halloween. So there's five hundred, and now we're talking about putting a thousand into PPNR as well. No, no, no. The PPNR budget is totally separate from this. Yeah. Yeah, that's it's, it's apples and pears. That. Yeah. Sponsorship yeah. just needs to be zero, then, doesn't it? Yeah. 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 Okay. So item one o three, then Remembrance Day, uh, to note the arrangement. Can you just give us an overall total of what the budget is now that the budget bid is going to be for Ooh. next year? You know what? I'm my glasses. Oh, okay, Joe. Judith, it's 24,550. Okay. <laughs> You're wonderful. So we've added 5,500 to it, right? Okay. That's it. Okay. Thank so you. We'll move on to item 103, then Remembrance Day, to note the arrangements, please. Okay. Oh, you want me to do this? Yeah, okay. Um, I laid a wreath at St Lawrence's on Sunday. Um, I went up just after 12 o'clock as I was directed to on the arrangements. Um, and then tomorrow, um, myself and Judith will be going up to the memorial and opening the gates at 11.15 so that people can lay wreaths. I do believe that there was quite a gathering up at the uh, memorial on Sunday because um, I think the bugler played up there um, and there are a couple of wreaths and some small copies that have been put, pushed underneath the fencing um, and I believe there was probably a gathering of about 20 or 30 people up there but I think the idea was that nobody there was nothing formally arranged up there and there's been nothing actually formally arranged um, by the churches. Um, Andrew Emerson, the minister for the Methodist Church, will be uploading to Liz um, a virtual remembrance service. Um, and he's videoed round the town 
and um, me actually doing the laying of the wreath um, and the, the reading out of the names will be done. So it'll all be on a virtual, on a video tomorrow on the website. Okay, anybody else, anything to add? I think the only thing I, 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 I could add is, I don't know whether people have, or anybody else has seen it on Facebook, but we have come in for a bit of criticism uh, because Helsby um, actually did do um, laying of wreaths on their, uh, at their church. And I believe that there was a very last minute um, new guidance as to what you could do. So um, just to be aware, but I think it was meant to be a, quite a private time. Um, I don't know how many wreaths eventually got laid at St. Lawrence's, but I think there were about 12 by the time I left. Do you want to jump in, Joe? I just want to say that uh, the town council has worked extensively with uh, the four different churches and Andrew Emerson is putting something together. Um, Judith and I have provided links to Hellsby High School. So there's a bugler playing. There are, there's an awful lot going on. Um, and thank you, Caroline, for being part of that video. Uh, it's all kind of last minute because uh, that's how Andrew works. Um, Liz is on standby to put it on to our website tomorrow. So it can be played at 11 o'clock and just just to say, in the background, we've been working really hard to get all of this together and sort it out and get it on the website and satisfy all the residents and people who are not happy that they've not been able to lay wreaths or pay their respects. Thank the you, Thanks, Joe. Uh, I just want to, will, will it be there available to view throughout the day? Well, I was talking to Andrew this afternoon and oh, he's very techy and there are lots of techy things you can do, haven't they? Um, I don't know quite, well, he was saying that Liz has been saying you, he, she does it through YouTube, but you don't see it as YouTube. And with YouTube, you can actually give, um, it, it will repeat <coughs> 15 minutes, but the first one will be, at a, is, is, is planned to be in time with 11 o'clock and the two minutes that the minute silence um but that we could have perhaps in hindsight um done tasters or teasers um prior to tomorrow so that people would actually know that it's going to be there but hopefully it will go onto facebook and other platforms yeah I think we've done the best that we could possibly have done in the circumstances, given the facilities that we got. I would just like to say thank you to everybody who's been involved. <coughs> okay, we'll move on to 104 to receive a report from Councillor Judith Critchley on Christmas. Well, I think you've probably all heard pretty much everything that we're doing now. Um, say so lots of virtual things going on. Um, and the 1042, this business about <laughs> the, the suggestion that we ask households to light up their houses, that is going ahead. 
I seem to think that they've settled on six o'clock on Saturday, the 5th of December, but it won't be coordinated with the switch on of the, the lights in, in Main Street. We're not publicising when we're going to do that because we don't want to attract a crowd and a £10,000 fine. So they will just be switched on. There will probably be some filming of it, which will then go on to Facebook or um, YouTube or whatever. But we're not publicising the switch on time to avoid drawing a crowd. Um, I think one of the girls in the, in the working group is getting leaflets printed for this suggestion of uh, switching your house lights on at a, a given time. Um, obviously not compulsory, but uh, if any of you want to join in and want to deliver any leaflets, please do. But I think they're going to publicise it through the four schools, you know, that they have, a, have an arrangement for sending information out to parents from each school. So Naomi Anstis was arranging for that to happen. But other than that, there's lots of things involved. You've seen the email from, from Joe. I can say quite honestly, I have not been involved in the nitty gritty of this. I've just acted as the, the coordinator for keeping Joe informed of what's happening. Um, we've got a fantastic little working group there that have come up with fabulous ideas. So I'm just fingers crossed that it's going to be very different to what we're used to, but there will be um, a nice Christmas uh, theme going on. They're trying to do something every day in the run up to Christmas. So fingers yeah, I, think, I think it's important to recognise how, how well the working group has <laughs> together at very short notice. I think yeah. Really yeah. Yeah. That. yeah. So I was having a look at it earlier, and so there's, there's some really good things in there as well. This. Yeah. It's um, a little bit different, and I think a lot of it will will probably carry on uh, as we go forward, and we go back to hopefully everything going back to normal. But we can still take a lot of those elements forward into future planning for Christmas as yeah. well. So, yeah. Um. Really good. Um. Do we need to agree any actions to be taken from that report then? Helen. Sorry, Helen. Don't worry, it's fine. Um, just really a, a request, um, kind of close to my heart. We've got quite a number of care homes in Frodgham, and we know that visiting has been restricted throughout COVID, and we are still having some restrictions. And I just wonder whether we can promote, uh, organise something whereby we ask residents of Frodgham to send a Christmas card to those people that may not receive a Christmas card in care homes this year and may not re receive a visitor, may not re receive a present. Um, it won't cost the council anything at all other than promoting it. Um, I, I just think it might be a really nice thing to do considering we've got quite a lot of elderly in, in the population, particularly in, in care homes. So just uh, something to think about whether we could do something like that. Yeah, I'll, I'll mention it to the, we've got another Christmas working group meeting tomorrow night, I think. So I, I will mention it and, you know, they can put that on there. Could we not just put that um, on our website rather than it go to the working group? It's only asking someone to send a card, isn't it? Yeah, no, I'm thinking it can go on the Christmas in Frodgham Facebook page and, you know, they can include it in any of the virtual things they're doing. Right, okay. Caroline? Um, yeah, um, for several years now, I've delivered the £10 vouchers to the nursing homes in Overton and Five Crosses, and um, they always tell me what they do. Um, one of the things they tend to usually alternate from year to year, 
is one year they will have a Christmas tea party um, that they will arrange for all the, the residents with the £10 vouchers. But another year they actually purchase £10 worth of um, toiletries, you know, nice smellies that they probably wouldn't get as like a little Christmas present. So the £10 vouchers do help the nursing homes actually buy something very personal for each resident. Um, so I'm sure that'll happen again this year. I can't remember what it is this year, whether it's presents or whether it's a tea party. It'll probably be presents because they probably won't be allowed to do a tea party. Yeah. Just in case people weren't aware that what's, what's, you know, the nursing homes that I deliver to tend to do. Yep. Okay. Um, we'll move on to 105, which is the Festival of Walks Working Group. Um, and then I think we're just, are we just noting? Is there anything to add, Caroline or Joe? Um, just noting, as far as I'm aware, just noting. Um, well, I, well, I'm here, I might as well, <clears throat> we had a, another meeting last week. <clears throat> um, we're getting some good ideas. We're trying to do something that's just a little bit different and something that we can put in place. Um, <clears throat> a number of options if we're allowed, you know, restrictions allow us to do certain things but we're, we're trying to keep the theme very much based around the, what was the old parish boundary of Frodsham, which I hadn't appreciated how big it was. I'd forgotten um, but it does actually take in the Helsbys and the Norleys and the Alvinleys of this. <coughs> so it, 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 it walks all around the parish, a <coughs> um, bit like beating the boundaries. Um, and then we've come up with some other ideas um, just to promote areas of Frodsham that are, are very special and people might know, not know about. Okay, thank you. Uh, the minutes of the work, uh, sorry, we've noted the minutes of the work group, so 106. Are there any Clark's items, Joe? Joe? Go there or <laughs> okay. give it ten, just give it thirty seconds. Hello. <laughs> uh, any clerk's items from you, Joe? Any what? Any uh, we're on one oh six the clerk's items. No. In that case then items. What I was trying to do is just do the maths on the budget. Oh, right. Actually, minute that. So, here we go. Just looking at what your budget will be. And then, obviously, I'll refine this because I'm doing it on, on the off the hoof, as it were. So, and I've not got my blooming glasses on, so I'm looking at... Town meetings, 200. Festival of walks, 1,500. Remember it's Sunday, we're going to keep that in for next year. In the we do it. And then VA Day, Halloween, was going to be the post-COVID town event. 
Yeah, so I'll, I will word it differently. So we're looking at 10,000 for that. No, no, we're the same with six and a half. Six and a half thousand pounds for the post-COVID stroke regeneration and 1,000 for Halloween. Didn't we work it out at 24 and a half, Helen? It's 24,550. That's right, yeah. Okay, so that's the total budget. Yeah. Thanks, Joe. Thank you, and I'll just clarify that with you, Helen, tomorrow. Okay, so um, okay. before we close the meeting, then the date of the next meeting will be Tuesday, the 10th of January. <laughs> Yeah, before yeah. before we all disappear, assuming Ryan, you've closed the meeting now, could I just ask Joe how many grant applications we've had in? Do you know off the top of your head? Off the top of my head, I think about seven. Right, okay, thank you. I do want to step back a bit there as to Clark's items. Okay. okay. Uh, KDE. Have carried out a full testing on the wrapped lights on the tree lights in Frodsham. Uh, some of them are working, some of them are not. Um, we have an issue with all five of them. I've got a quote for a contractor to come out with a cherry picker to look at a quote as to exactly what's wrong. And then we may need to move forward from there. Could be an urgent item for another committee meeting to fix those tree lights. The the lights don't come out of our budget. They're in a separate budget. Is it PPNR that, or is it the uh, amenities committee that look I after the tree lights? I'm, I'm I'm just passing it back yeah. to yeah. committee because this is part of Christmas events and what. Yeah. I just wanted to clarify for the committee members that having spent most of the evening talking budget, it isn't actually this budget that is affected by anything for the lights. Yeah, sorry, sorry, Judith, I corrected, you're right. Yeah. You need authorisation to spend it though from another committee, is that what you're saying? No, I need, I can have authorisation to spend it from this committee, it's 196 quid, to ascertain what the problem is in those five different trees and then it will need to come back depending what the issue is at the moment they're not lit they can't be lit i think it is doing doesn't it so we need to authorize to crack on with it yeah yeah do it yeah yeah thank you okay meeting closed okay good night cheers bye, -bye.